I'm your girl, Latoya Francis, and you're listening to the On My Soapbox podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the On My Soapbox podcast. And this season is called French Toast and Happily Ever Afters, Navigating, Finding the One. So to learn more about why this season is called that, you would have to listen to our episode one, where I kind of go into details about kind of the inspiration behind the podcast season's name. This season, we're looking at relationships. So I am speaking to the people that I love, people who I care about, who mean a lot to me just to get some insights on relationships that I feel, one, I have the insights because I have relationships with them. So they have been very beneficial to me. And I believe they can be beneficial to you as well. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce today's guest, my friend, my sister, my wise counselor, my mentor, Tamali Evans. Tamali, welcome. How are you? Good. Good, good. So Tamali, before we get started and get into our main questions, I'm just going to ask you, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, what do you do for a living? Anything that you feel like you want to share, like, just tell us about you. All right. Well, I'm married almost 20 years. So I've got three kids growing really quickly, very challenging. I'm an educator. So I teach English at high school level. I write poetry, stories, all kinds of things, working on a novel, um, and obviously, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Ah, nice. All right, maybe once that novel gets finished, we can come back and have a conversation about that. Mm, Never know. (laughs) Fun. All right, cool. So our first question is, how did you know he was the one? You can say his name. (laughs) if you want (laughs) um but how did you know he was the one well see this is the thing everybody has this concept of the one Mm. but I never really subscribe to that idea I think that you know there's lots of people that we're really compatible with Mm -hmm. yeah I was never really like looking for the one or like thinking about I have to find the one you know this whole idea about soulmates so that's the first thing okay okay but what happened actually, so I met my husband. I actually was not looking for a relationship. So we just really developed a really good friendship. And um, I think I was just like watching to see what his characteristics were like. But I still wasn't like entertaining the idea like, oh, you know what? I can see myself with this person. Mm-hmm. Actually, what happened with me is I feel like it was like a revelation then. It was a revelation from God. Like, oh, wow person is in your life as a blessing Mm. I've brought this person into your life to be a blessing to you and Mm. once I realized that I really started paying more attention and then I thought you know what there's nothing that I can really say no to as in when I look at like his personality his characteristics there weren't any red flags okay okay so that's really important We developed a really good friendship and I just really trusted him as a person. And so I just started to kind of entertain the idea, you know what, I can see myself with this person. And I think we could have a really good foundation for a family. And that's really what 
kind of led me to get into the relationship, first of all, mm-hmm. and get seriously. And then we had a conversation mm-hmm. where we both said, look, if we get into this relationship, marriage is, you know, the ultimate outcome. And then it just developed from there. Wow. So I have two questions. So where did you meet him? And you mentioned, you know, certain characteristics. Would you be able to like share with us maybe three or so of those characteristics that stood out to you? Yeah. So, well, we always differ on this answer, but we actually met at a party. Okay. And the the funny thing was, I wasn't really paying attention to him. Mm -hmm. We were at this party and he actually had his baby sister with him. So that was the first thing that drew me to him. I thought, what is he doing here with this baby? So, but later on, I was like, you know what? That's a very responsible person. Like, Mm. you know, they were looking after a younger sibling. Who is going to do that at, well, he was 19. You know, that's not what most 19-year-old boys were doing. This is true. Yeah. So that really stood out to me. Characteristics, yes, definitely. The first thing I think is that he was trustworthy. Mm. I noticed that he was very humble, very considerate, very responsible. And I mean, these are not the things that you hear, I guess, you know, most women or young girls, when they're looking at someone, they're looking out, you know, how do they look, all these other things. But really it was... Just that he was a very solid kind of guy, very stable. Yeah. He was a very good listener and he treated people with respect. I have a question on that. So how like how were you able to gauge that he treated people with respect? Was that just over time? Was that something that like I know you said that you saw him at the party with his, his younger sister? <laughs> yeah. Your sister-in-law. But like how did you gauge like, that he respect other persons and why was that really important for you? I think because respect is something that is just generally really important for me. And I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot can be accomplished when you have a respectful relationship with someone. Mutual respect is very important. And actually one thing that really ticked that off for me was just how he treated people. Like we'd go to the gas station and he would speak very respectfully to like the guys who were pumping the gas. Yeah. Little things like that. Like the people who were, you know, cleaning places, janitors, just people who were serving that other people wouldn't even notice or a lot of people wouldn't really give the time of day to. He was very respectful. He engaged with those people. He spoke to them and he was never condescending or he didn't ignore people. He saw people. It didn't matter like where we were, if it was a cashier behind the till. And someone who was very respectful to people from all walks of life, you know, that's something that is admirable. So I noticed that he was very respectful to his mother, Mm. went out of his way to help her. He served her. I saw him serve other people, you know, when the limelight was not on him. Yeah. So I was watching. Ah, man. And I feel like even growing up, I would hear like my grandmother always say, you know, when you're talking to a guy or, you know, you're interested in a guy, definitely look at the way that he treats his family and more specifically the way that he treats his mom. Definitely. Yeah. So hearing that, <laughs> yeah, hearing that definitely, um, you know, hits a note with me. What's one thing that you know about relationships now that you wish you knew then? Was there anything that 
you know, as time progressed that you felt like, you know, you learned this now because you went through certain things that you wish you knew at the beginning of the relationship? Oh, my goodness. There's so many things. (laughs) But I think one thing that stands out is you have to be very patient. Mm. I mean, we always say patience is a virtue, but that person is on, there's a whole nother person. They're on a whole nother wavelength from you. And so patience is super important. And I think in the beginning, uh, I wasn't, well, I'm not a very patient person. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) Uh, Let's just be honest. But having patience became more and more important, you know, as our relationship developed, especially when kids came around and you know, there's certain ways that I would approach a situation or there's certain things that I would do. And I think I just had an automatic expectation that he would approach things in the same way or that he should do things in the same way I would do things. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just being patient and thinking, you know what, this person has their own methods. They have their own strategies They have their own way of doing things. And it's not wrong because it's not your way. Yeah. So patience, I would say you need to have patience. Okay. Patience. That's Mm. something that the Lord is still working on me on as well. Uh, (laughs) Let's not talk about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have any advice on, you know, how... A person or a couple can make it through the hard or rough times based on your experience over 20 years like you know maybe I don't know two or three different things that you would say you've learned that you know a couple needs to consider and really work at in order to make it through those rough times well I'm a Christian and so is my husband and I okay. think just having that foundation in common having very similar values that is something that we could always kind of rely on So if we didn't agree on something, if we didn't see eye to eye on something, us sharing a similar faith and having an understanding of what God expects from us, that's always helped to kind of refocus us. So I'm having, I guess, a mutual ground Mm. to go back to, a mutual foundation. There have been lots of times where we've had to go back to our foundation of faith. You know, we have a biblical kind of view on a marriage and what a marriage should look like you know what is a husband's responsibility what's a wife's responsibility that we have to submit to each other both of us have to submit to God you know what does God have to say about this issue that we don't agree on what does the Bible teach about you know this kind of situation so that's always between us Mm -hmm. that's one thing I think thinking about why we got together in the first place is something that has helped me especially to get through some difficult times. Mm. Thinking, well, why did we get married? Why are we together? So thinking about the purpose of your relationship is like a glue. It helps to hold you together. So for example, we're not just together because, oh, we love each other. Really, I think, the basis of us forming this relationship is because we believed and we felt that our lives together could accomplish much more than what we would accomplish individually. Mm. Yeah. So we understood that together 
we have a purpose, we can effect greater change together in a partnership, in a lifelong partnership. And so there have been times where I've thought, oh my goodness, I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then I go back to why am I with him? Why did we get married? Because yeah. we wanted to start a family and you know we have these goals that we want to accomplish in our lives and also kind of like you know on the earth in the world yeah and do that better or much more effectively together so thinking about purpose yeah I like that my last question for you Tamali is what would you tell your younger self what would you have done differently if anything Hmm. what would I tell my younger self I think ups and downs are normal and just because you have disagreements or you have struggles does not mean that you're not meant to be together. Mm. I think sometimes you go through something that's difficult. You think this is not working. Yeah. I don't know. Why am I with this person? Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe there's something wrong. We're not right for each other. And you have this whole dialogue in your head. But the truth is, we are two imperfect people, you know? You were asking earlier about characteristics. You know, all of us, a lot of women, we have all these, um, we have our list, right, yeah. of things that we're looking for. So it's like, yeah, he has this, he has this, he has this. But even if you found someone who met every expectation, yeah, that person is still not perfect. Mm-hmm. And you are definitely not perfect. This is true. So it's just having that realization, you know what? I'm going to make mistakes, but we don't really think about ourselves often, do we? We think we look at the other person. Yeah. They are faulty. They're human. They have weaknesses. You know, there are things that you won't see at the beginning of the relationship that will be revealed the longer you're together. Mm-hmm. And so it's important not to judge that other person, not to write off people. Mm-hmm. Very important not to do that because we're all a work in progress. And so what I would say to my younger self is you need to understand that forgiveness is a key part mm-hmm. in maintaining a relationship yeah. and be gracious the same grace that you would like to receive from somebody else you need to be able to offer it and yeah. that's gonna happen time and time yeah. again yes I was gonna ask another question but I think you answered it because you know I've heard throughout the years just different people at different times and different circumstances ask okay well how forgiving in a relationship, especially a marriage, a committed relationship, how forgiving should I be? How much grace should I give? But I think what you just said in the end, to me, is my answer is I should give as much grace as I would expect someone to give me. And the other thing is, well, how much do you want the relationship to work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's that for sure. Well, Tamale, I want to thank you so much for making the time to have a chat with me and sharing your experiences as you have had them as it relates to relationships and to close us off today at the end of each one of these episodes I definitely want to close off with either a quote or you know something inspirational or word of scripture that I feel kind of goes along with any themes that we would have discussed on the episode so today's quote is from Philippians 2 3 to 7 do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the other. In your relationships with one another, 
have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Mm. All right, Tamai, thank you so much again for sharing with us today. I really appreciate it. And I really hope that, you know, our listeners are blessed and encouraged by the words that you had to offer us today. Lovely. Thanks for having me. No worries. All right, guys. Well, until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the On My Soapbox podcast. I'm your girl, Latoya Francis. Until next time, stand for something or fall for anything.